What up, everyone? Welcome again to another episode from my mom's garage. As always, this is your host, Tony, with my boy, Nikki. Hello. Hello, hello, hello. How you doing, bro? Better than most. Better than most? Yeah. We're just, uh, we're recovering from Tampa Bay Comic Convention. We did the two-day event Saturday and Sunday for my birthday weekend. It was fun. I know we're going to be coming out with a episode soon. Uh, just trying to get scheduled with Row again, just to do a little bit of post-event talk and everything else that we experienced, which was fun as fuck, which I'll be back next year. But um, yeah, it was fun. Did you have fun? I had fun. F- following me around with the camera, asking <laughs> random people random ass questions. I did. I just felt like my f- I've never heard my my like, my feet hasn't hurt that much in a long time. Uh, yeah, it was a lot of walking. It was a lot, a lot of walking. All right. Let's get to this. There is a a meme or a questionnaire that you sent me, which I wanted to bring up to see your thoughts on it. Yeah. And it said, what fandom has changed the most over the years? So see, the four, the four uh-huh. option was Star Wars, Harry Potter, uh, Marvel or MCU and Supernatural. Yeah. But here's here's what I was my, my whole intention when I, when I sent it to you was I was trying to figure out the question because it's in with fandom. So basically, like, I'm not... So it's basically asking if the people that um, like this particular thing yes. changed and, like, how they changed it. In my head, I'm like, I don't see how that's, like, a thing. Like, the demographics necessarily they- don't change because, I mean, there's new people that like each one of these things over the years, but... I'm trying to understand the question mostly. Anything. So the fandom, I would, I, the way I took it as, um, the fan base or the the the, the actual base of that the people that make up the fan base of that, yes, of that particular category or a particular franchise. So like people would say, um, Star Wars is a toxic fandom because um, you get the older the people that grew up with the movie, you have the I guess the older millennials. That probably started that watch that wasn't there when the first one came, the first few movies came out, but it started when the prequels came out. And then you have a younger crowd that saw started with the original three, the, the last three that came out. But then on top of that, you also have to look into the, the toxicity of gatekeeping. Like there's people, I've met people, not personally, but I've in, in conversation that were like, oh, you're not a true fan if you don't know A, B, and C of Star Wars. Like you can't you can't be call yourself a fan because of this. You can't call yourself a fan of the MCU's if you don't read the comic books. There's people that do that. There's there's people that are like, oh, you're not a fan of Harry Potter because you don't read the books. You're not a fan of I don't know Supernatural. I think that's the only neutral one because I've. That's I what I was thinking. Supernatural seems the one that's most uh, off. That I mean, don't get me wrong. I'm a huge fan of Supernatural. I love Supernatural, but <clears throat> um, I felt Supernatural didn't fit in that list. Yeah, it would have been better maybe with Doctor Who. Doctor, yeah, if you're like a true Whovian and 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 well, because what, obviously, like me, I didn't start watching the show until it re- came back, um, and I think it was Peter Moffat is the one that everybody calls on, um, kind of started uh, started doing it as far as in 2005, I believe, but I never saw like sat there and watched the original Doctor Who's. I think it's like seven or eight Doctor Who's before that. Yeah, and maybe maybe that doesn't make me a true fan. I just. In my head, like my biggest thing has always been is like, maybe if I grew up watching, it's different. Yeah. But now I feel like weird watching, trying to watch the old series. You know, 
Because it's obviously I'm kind of it's different pacing. What different, different pacing than you did the comic, the costumes and like that. It's gonna be hard to appreciate as much because obviously I watch the new stuff. Yeah. You know, the new ones which are obviously have more money, more CGI, stuff like that. More you know, budget like, and everything else with so, it. So I mean it's gonna be hard to just appreciate the story because everything else is kind of a little bit more it's almost like watching have you ever sat down and watched the original Simpsons versus like something you know, twenty years later? Yeah. Or uh, even South Park sometimes. Anything, like, anything that it takes you out, it takes you out of it when you watch an old one because you can appreciate it because of nostalgia, but at the same time you there's no revel- re- relevance. It, it, it feels a little off because it's so different than what you're watching now. Yeah, almost like when people watch a Japanese uh, an anime in Japan, Japanese, or if they watch it dubbed. Yeah, I think the only one that would I don't want to say te- uh, stands the test of time, but it would be uh, more. Easier to watch would be South Park. South Park to the point where they started doing a lot of more social commentary on what's a current event. Because at the beginning, they were just the four kids and they just made humor around that. And there, there was a certain point that they started, they started diving into topics that were happening in the current world. Well, I think they always, and they th- always dealt with topics, but they never... It's um, it doesn't dive in like now they dive in deep into into certain topics. They were very generalized kind of at the beginning kind of pokes, but they could think about it. They one of the original time one of the original uh, episodes was when they dealt with homosexuality. It's a huge topic, yeah. and that was Big Gay Al, and then the the whole thing with uh, Stan's bit, dog being gay. But that was after that was a couple couple seasons into it. No, if I was dog, the, Stan's oh yeah, dog yeah, yeah. Big Gay Al. No, that's like don't the be first. gay. Says, yeah, don't, don't be, be gay. gay. Don't be gay. Don't be gay, dog. Don't be like yeah, or or. But that was just making humor. They were trying to make humor of it, but like. But that's when, the, it was the whole, a, the, when they had the the center the iPad centipede, like the human the hum, ten, human centipede, yeah, yeah, like that. And then now they have the the streaming wars, where they just make a parody of it. And I think what's good about that in in that sense is that you're able to watch something that's probably ten years old. And it kind of gives you a glimpse of what's, what was going on or what was the topic around that time than being a general episode that you, is just for, for the, like a fluff, a uh, filler episode. Then something that's kind of like touching on top, topics. But going back to the, the, the four of them, yeah, so if I'm going to have to rank them from best, from worst to best, or... I, well, actually, the question, remember, the question was... What changes the most? Which one has changed wait, the most? Like, the fan, the, I guess the fa- the scope of the fan base, right? Yes, I would has say... Has any of them actually changed? I would say, if anything, I would say the MCU, only because I, th- I think that's when... Okay, so, for example, when it comes to... Like, for example, when it comes to Harry Potter, you have the people that love the books and then watch the movies, but I think all, ultimately both uh, genuinely, like, people just kind of fell in love altogether, right? Yeah. But I think with the MCU, you have people that love the comic and the people that love the movies. Yeah, and that's where you have a yeah, like you you're getting newer, and every every time they come up with a new new things, there you're getting newer and newer fan base. So it keeps on growing in diversity. Yeah, but I don't think I I don't the one that changes the most I think it would be Star Wars because it's the longest running, and I feel when when Star Wars originally came out, there was nothing, not much, there wasn't that many movies like it. So you're, 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 it's a, it stands out as a sore thumb in a good way. It stands out. But so you have, not. you have all these people that enjoy the movie and they could talk about it. But now the more years it comes out, a lot of the other shows came out and people were like, I hate the prequels. I love the prequels. There's people that hated the last trilogy that just came out. People that kind of enjoyed it. 
and then there's so many people that's so diverse into their into what they like. Then they were like, "Oh, you're not a fan, or uh, you're a piece of shit because why don't you like this?" And they have their points. So I feel like they're they're more toxic, and they're I've met more. I ran into more gatekeeping people in the Star Wars sphere. Well, that but that doesn't. I feel like that's, that's not really a change. I mean, I feel like that's kind of like no, that's a change. From being something that's super embraceive and, and everybody had nothing, there was nothing else to compare it to and just to grow with it to having to the point that people are like, oh, if you never, if you don't like the original, like, who are you? Like, if, if Empire Strikes Back is not in your top three, you're not a true fan. You don't appreciate the movie. Like, you know I mean, that's the change is that it's how how the, the fandom embraces people that are new that are coming in or people that maybe there's people that in the MCU that never read comic books. And they just love the MCU because... Well, that's what I mean is like you're... That's what I'm saying is like the reason I think the MCU would be the one that the fandom itself changed because I guess we're not talking about the, the content. We're not talking about the, can, the, the canon. We're talking about the the people that, that are into how's that... The landscape of that has changed. And the reason I think MCU is because every time they come with a new movie, um, you know, obviously you have the comic book and then you have the movie, but then the movie is going to introduce... In a different way, different person, different gender, different uh, ethnicity, things like that. That changes the scope. That opened, that broadens the scope a little bit more of the fan base. So the fan base grows not only in size but diversity. When it comes to Star Wars, you know, I feel like for the most part, you have like most people that love Star Wars or new people that are loving Star Wars. I feel like that's learned in a sense, not, not because they can't appreciate the original. It's just that they're. It's almost like a, a something uh, uh, coming from another. It's like. The, like Kaylee's like when your daughter love like falls in love with Star Wars growing up, that love is coming from you. Mm-hmm. See, you know what I'm saying it's generational, like it covered, you yeah. know, stuff like that. MCU, I don't feel like it's the same way. At this I don't point, think, I don't is. think it's I don't think it's generational. I think it's it's gonna be because with twenty twenty plus movies and well ten years in. No, I mean yeah, you have the classic. What I'm saying is that because they keep on coming with new movies and new genres and very different than everything else, and also a different ethnicity. The landscape of the fan base changes. So you know what I, th- I think we're looking at it in a different perspective. Might be because you're you're you. I think where you're coming from, your point of how it changes is the growth that is in future, like five years from now. Like they're gonna have so many diverse characters. Even now, though, no, no. But that's what I'm saying. But I'm saying that your perspective of it is that you're seeing that the change that MCU is having is the growth that is. Uh, it's 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 uh, forecasting into the future. What what they're looking at from what you're seeing now, and how they're expanding and diversing, being more diverse with uh, gender, um, sexual preference, any other any other other um, perspectives that people have. I'm looking at as 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 the base itself, how how it originally started to where is it at, and I know that there's there's going to be people that are gatekeepers in the MCU or for Marvel and MCU for people that don't read comics, but I've seen it more embraced that people are like, I've never read the, the comic, but they'll be talking about the movie and give so in depth, uh, philosophical views and, and perspective of the movies that I'm like, Oh, I could see that. And, and I see other people that read comics. that still be able to have that conversation. But then I've seen the, the other end spectrum of when it's bad, when it's toxic and the other side. And that's why I feel like that's why I feel it's and, changed. And, and I think that's where we're different because I think for the most part, you're looking at almost like the discussion in those fan bases has changed. I'm not, I'm looking kind of like if I was to grab 
you know, 20 random people from each group now, 10 years from 10 years from now or 10 years ago, would they be different? And I, that's where I'm thinking that the MCU would be different. Yeah, I, I, I see than, what you're saying. I'm looking from where it started to where it's at now. You're looking at from kind of where it's at now and where could it lead to? But also before, like yeah, but it, you're more focused in like all these new, like, how you said like all these new movies coming out. Well, not just that, and everything think, else. Like, one thing you just said once, uh, um, one thing I remember reading and I thought it was crazy because I never thought I would have ever thought that was the characters that we hold dear right now, right in the MCU were technically kind of they were not the prominent members of the MCU family as far as they weren't the top tier characters. Like think about Iron Man is the most one of the most beloved now. Iron Man was my favorite before even the MCU. But I'm just saying, is like technically, I didn't think he had this. From what I've read or things like that, that he was, he was not. He was a B-list character. He was a B-list character. A B-list comic book character. Exactly. But now Thor and all these different things, they weren't necessarily the A-list characters. Yeah. But now they are. Yeah. And that's what I'm saying is that the the the, the landscape of the, the 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 content changed, but it tends to be broadened and more more inclusive. And, and that's what I'm saying. If I was to grab ten people from twenty years ago. From each fan base, well, not, not obviously not um, Harry Potter MC. <laughs> well, not necessarily, well, not necessarily like uh, Supernatural, but you know what I'm saying. Like if I was to grab, let's say ten years ago, if I was to grab twenty fans from ten years ago of those things, and I grab ten uh, fans from now, ten fans from those things, and I grab ten fans in the future, I feel like you're gonna see a significant change in the fan base. Yeah, you know what I'm saying, like. I, I feel like, you know, but in, in all of them are going to change. They're all gonna, uh, yeah, they're all going to grow. I feel like you're going to see a dramatic, more of a dramatic change with the MCU as far as the I people, feel like, the I kind feel of people that they're into, things like that. Like I the think it's going to be bigger change 10 years from now yeah. than 10 years prior to well, now. Now I would say that for the MCU, yes. Why? Because um, especially after the, the prequels, um, the MCU felt stagnant. Yeah. You know, you had the cartoons and you had the things that which... The, the the hardcore fans followed, but I think for the most part, the overall perspective wasn't as big as now that you're getting all these different um, shows, and which might lead into bigger movies of the the Star Wars. Like it's it's kind of starting to to produce at the rate, let's say MCU is. Yeah. So I think yes, you will see a significant change in the fan base for Star Wars. But for now, my big the one I would say change the most would be. Would be um, MCU. Yes, I, I'm sticking with my 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 Star Wars. No, and that's as, that's the as, beauty. That's the beauty as, of the question. Yeah. No, nobody's right. I'm right. Fuck you. Okay. <laughs> All right, let's get into some <laughs> topics. Let's get let's let's get into some topics. So uh, recently, it was just announced, or just a few uh, tra- a teaser trailer just dropped for the Joker musical, and they confirmed that Lady Gaga will be playing. Um, Harley Quinn. Okay. So I know there were there wasn't conversation about it, but it the trailer it was just it was just um, the best way I can explain it to you because you haven't seen it. It's if think of it, it's like a red film, all red, and then I'll say Joker, and then you'll see the silhouettes of like a Joker of like Harley Quinn in like an address, Lady Gaga in a dress, and then you'll just hear like, um, like. I don't want to say Victorian. I don't. I was like what do I very like classical. Gonna, I feel like this is dancing. gonna be. This is gonna be basically like uh, uh, weathering. Um, what was uh, uh, the movie that literally the, the Broadway musical that just got like nominated or whatever? Um, that we did a review on Heights. Um, in the Heights. Not in the Heights. What was the other one? The other. Uh, Belle. 
No, the old West Side Story. I feel like it's going to be like a West Side Story of comic book musical. It could be. Like, I don't think it's going to be jokey at all. I No, I think it's going to stay in the same space of probably doesn't touch more on mental health and keep a very serious tone mm-hmm. on it because even the Joker wasn't jokey. No. No, it was it was it it had this layer of discomfort in it, and I think they're going to lean in more into that, mm-hmm. uh, the psychology of what is going to create essentially Harley Quinn, or where where how his manipulation does to affect Harley Quinn in it. So it's going to be interesting. Um, what I want to find out is um. No, because uh, not when I find out, but what I find interesting is going to be like, I feel like Lady Gaga is going to start becoming um, basically the go to pop culture reference when it comes to musicals. Anything with like a voice, like, so because obviously she's going to be the Harley Quinn, right? Yeah. Lady Harley Quinn of that era, right? The Joker. Um, but then is she's also whole, like, supposedly, I mean, we're still waiting. It's been a while, but we're still waiting that she's going to be um, uh, Ursula in. Um, the Little Mermaid. Mermaid. I heard that. So it's almost like anything that's musically like inclined and pop culture. I feel like they're gonna go straight to Lady Gaga. They might. She she has this. She, she has can a, sing her ass off. That's one thing. No, she also did that one movie that was epic. Uh, the Stars Born. Born, which was good, um, which was a really good movie. So I think that's why they they're gonna go for her when the pop like somebody who can sing but can definitely can play a darker tone. Yeah. Kind of thing, yeah. But in that, so far, it's the two movies are very pop culture. It's not like she's doing um, uh, more of a serious musical. Yeah, not yet. Anyways, not yet. So leading from from the Joker and the whole this DC universe part, this this part of the DC universe, we go into Warner Brothers and Warner Brothers Discovery, and they announced that they are scrapping some movies. So the first one of them, which was before we get to the bigger topic, is Scooby the sequel. They scrapped it. You mean the third one? The Scoob? Oh wait, the cartoon. The cartoon. There was supposed to be like Scoob Haunted Horror or Haunted House or something like that, like a part two, but like for Halloween. They scrapped it. So the bigger one was Batgirl. Batgirl got shelved after a ninety million dollar they put ninety million dollars into it, into the production of it. It was already filmed, and it was I think it was in post. But I think they said was, which is funny, was um, they are leading into they wanted to do as more of a tax write off as a loss than publish it. Cause, I can see that because think about it. The thing that we forget is, have we really heard anything about that movie? Period. Like, we haven't. No, right? nothing at all. And so this movie has no pulse, right? I mean, I think that's their perspective. It wasn't even it wasn't even mentioned in in uh, Comic Con. Well, here's the so the, I mean, maybe the movie has no pulse because uh, promotion costs money. Period. For one, that's a huge one because that's you know the marketing movie, is everything. Let's say that it's going to cost them something small. It's kind of going to cost them like a couple of million dollars, more than a couple of million dollars, to promote the movie to people to watch it because. People don't know it exists. Nobody's going to watch it. So I think I wonder if movies are not going to start being done where it's like the minute the movie gets signed, it's almost like they, they have a trend meter. Like it's almost like just announcing it. Let's see how the trend goes. Oh, well, there's a little trend. Let's keep on going. Okay. We casted it. Let's see how the trend goes. 
who he casted, who's writing. You know, like well, not just who, but like just say, see, they throw it out there and see what happens. Almost yeah. like so they they check their Twitter social media feeds to see if there's any pulse with it. But it kind of sucks in that way because it's almost like you know, I mean, I'm I mean I'm speaking for myself, but I feel like this is very generalized for everybody, almost everybody. I don't know what the fuck I like. Yeah. I mean, I could I could see something I never would have picked in a million years to watch, and I think that's my favorite movie of all time. March was it? I wasn't my favorite, but it was definitely no. It was my favorite, was, but it was movie. It was it, a good surprise. Yes, it was it uh, Jerry and March? Yeah, go, uh, go, go, go 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 large. Yeah, go large. So that's what I mean. Is like we don't know what we like. So it's like if you base in a sense, like I always said this before, art, which is movies, on whether we like the idea of it or not, without actually allowing us to consume it as you know the artist or whoever put it together. Mm-hmm. We're just going to, we're always just going to get, um, it's almost like we're afraid to go to a nice gourmet restaurant because we don't know if we're going to like what we eat there. Yeah. So just to be safe, we always the, the, the eat McDonald's and, and Burger King. Yeah, like whatever the safe choice is for us. Exactly. That's not me. So every movie is going to basically <laughs> just be very cookie cutter safe. Yeah. Which that's I don't want. I want, some, I want something that's going to give me an emotion or something. I want to give a, get a reaction from it. Like I'd rather a ba- Swan I, I Song. We reviewed it a few weeks ago, about a month or two ago. Swan Song was a movie that we didn't even think was even our and within our radar of what we thought of. And we saw, I think we saw a little bit of a teaser trailer. And I'm like, I want to watch it just because I like the actor in it. And that movie was cool. Re- like I, dual to it, it just I, had I a lot of conversation. Would have never even thought about it. And then I think I saw something about the story of it, and then it's like I found that fascinating. Like there's a there's a, a horror movie that you had mentioned to me. Um, about the cardboard puzzle, like yes. in a, a maze, and in my head I'm like, I, it's probably a terrible movie. It's probably horrible, but it's fi- fascinating. Yeah, the, just the idea of it. And that's what I'm saying is like, I'd rather I'd rather a movie that change it like that um, can avert my expectations because of all the other movies I've seen. Yeah, I'd rather enjoy that, even if it's bad, than watch. Something that I can predict with this by watching the trailer. True. So, what are your thoughts on this whole background? Oh, so there's more to it. So, the background's getting scrapped. Uh, supposedly, a Supergirl is on the fence of being scrapped too. It's in pre-production. It was. It got. It's in, in, in pre-development or sorry, it's in development. So they're working on it, which was they were using the girl from the Flash movie. So mm-hmm. they they also. They're also trying to determine what they're going to do with the Flash movie. Do you think all this has to do because of the Flash movie? Like, no, that the, was they, they, there's a lot of, there's money being lost because they're not getting the return that they're seeing. They want to see. No, I know. But what I'm saying is, I said, for example, like, like the Supergirl, because it wasn't going to work on its own. They needed to have an introduction. And now that they don't, they might not lose the introduction, which is a Flash movie that they might think that, that anything connected to that, you know, that movie is going to be Which kind of, if you think about it, sucks because it's almost like, I get it, man. You know, certain people are pieces of shit. They just are. Yeah. But that doesn't mean, one, that what they produce is shit. Like, so you can separate the art from the artist. Always. I think you should. I mean, don't get me wrong. But like, like I remember I've, t- I've had this discussion with you before. The only time I think that you shouldn't, let's say, separate the art from the artist is when the thing that they're being accused of is what's in their art. 
Yeah, and you start seeing it, and it's just Jeepers Creepers. Exactly. Yeah. Perfect example. We, we spoke about that. Yeah. Too. So, but the thing is, is that when you start <clears> to, <throat> like, when you start to just, like, go after the, because think about it. Okay, so obviously it's all, like, all this, I'm not saying this is exactly what happened, but obviously this is a conversation based on that, something like that, which is yeah. the, uh, the the Ezra Miller. Ezra Miller, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I know. Everything he says, he's, he does this, he did that, he's a piece of shit, whatever. But now, every other actor who worked in that movie, who produced in that movie, like, for example, um, Faith, which was um, Pierce Brosnan. Yeah. Right? That would have been a great pick. I would love to see what he did with that character, what he, how he, you know, brought that character to life. Now, because if they scrap that movie, and let's say that, ca- that actor is going to be like, you know something, I don't want to do this. If... What's the point of doing it if it doesn't lead to it? Like, obviously, he worked on something. He produced it. So he's not like, you know something? I just don't want to do it anymore. Yeah. So now we lost that character. We lost whatever properties he could have had after that. Yeah. Because of that. So on top of that, Mm -hmm. so on which was kind of like there were, I guess, I don't know, was rumored or leaked? I think it was more rumored. Was that Michael Keaton was supposed to be in Batgirl. He's supposed to be in Flash. So they were saying they were trying to have Batman be the universal mentor to this new team they were trying to they were trying to build of like young cast. So like even now you you're losing Michael Keaton after yeah, this. Yeah, the one thing everybody demanded, and that's what I'm saying is like, you put these movies, putting them putting a movie on the hinges. And don't get me wrong, I get how I get the fear and I get the the logic in the sense of they feel like if they put it out, people are just going to refuse to watch it because. Uh, the toxicity of this yeah. person and it might happen it definitely might happen. but the thing is it bothers me that too because it's almost like you know something yeah he's a piece of crap but and the the, the idea like the best thing the company could be like to have a, a clause in their in their in their contract saying that if you basically so fall off of some kind of social media grace i don't know I just feel like people just don't want to contribute money, like anything that might contribute money to that. Person. I think that's what Disney did with all their actors. They they were they it's not like they kept them. They had like them demonetize like, them. Or something. No, not demonetize it. Like or they had them on the leash to be like, hey. You, but they, I think they're they're contractually. I think they were contractually obligated to be like, hey, if you're gonna be this character, you're gonna portray the goodness of what this character, the superhero is. So we would like you to do. A moral, clause, a moral clause and something. Yeah, I like know, a moral but, clause. Yeah, but that, I don't think that this person had a, like... I don't um, think Disney... So... No, no, I don't think that, that he would have been bound by any kind of contractual agreement to be a good person or to not do the things that he's done. Because obviously what he's doing is illegal. No, of so course. Being no, 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 actually obligated to be not illegal, I don't think... Yeah, yeah I know. That was, that was a bad example. No, I know, but I, I, get, I get what you're saying. I just, what I'm saying is... I don't know, man. I just so, I, I hate the fact that this stuff doesn't exist is not going to exist because of one person in the movie. Yeah. No, no, of course. But then now, just recently as well, because leading into that of, of DC scrapping Batgirl, potentially um, um, Spider Girl, and now the only movies that they're really hinging on is Shazam, Black Adam. Uh, Aquaman 2 and The Flash. That's what they're hinging on to hopefully recoup some of the money that I wonder, but in the, the other ones. The Batgirl is the one that got me confused, though. It's because she was, she was a second-tier character. and But that's a crazy thing. People, This is another conversation on side of that. But there are people saying that even Blue Beetle might be 
cut out also that's that's on the fence possibly depending what they're marketing and where they're leading into and they were just saying like oh so the three the three movies that most likely are going to scrap are just led by hispanic characters which that's a conversation i didn't know how somebody brought up that came into the whole conversation but going back a little bit they did release um the president i think the spokesman of um these Warner Brothers Discovery reveals that they're having a 10-year plan to for the DCEU. So what he said was, so I'm going to read it out to you. So it, it goes, our ambition is to bring Warner Brothers back to produce high-quality films, and we look at the opportunities that we have broad, that we have broadly. DC is one of the top of the list for us. You look at Batman, Superman, Wonder Woman, Aquaman, these are brands that are known everywhere in the world. The ability to drive all those all, all over the world with great story is a big opportunity for us. We have done a reset. We're restructuring the business and we're going to focus. So they were saying that they, they're going to have they're going to have a team that's going to plan the next t- a 10 year series of movies uh, focusing strictly only on D.C. And they're going to follow a very similar structure what Bob Iger did with having a Kevin Feige leading Marvel. And, and that's a lot of things because since ever since Marvel came out, people were like MCU, MCU, MCU. So when DC tried to do it, they were like strictly going straight on to the comparison of DC versus the MC, DECU versus the MCU. And a lot of it, and I tell people, I'm like, you can't, one, you can't compare because they already had probably about the eight movies almost eight or seven movies under their belt before under their belt as universe growing this universe, then having starting with Superman or man of steel. So you already have, they're already behind by like five movies that's already structured in a world and you're trying to play catch up on them. You don't, you go at your own pace. As I always said, like not even go at your own pace, just make your own thing. Like if they would have done, let's say one offs, if Superman had his own movies, right? That's it. It's Batman has own movies. That's it. Like that would have worked. Or if they just made Batman, like they were so focused on being Marvel that they lost touch. Like that's what I'm saying is like, there's no point in trying to make what somebody else has already made. No, of course you're trying to copy their success, but by copying the success, you just guarantee your failure because obviously their success works on multiple levels of like for example like 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 we've had discussion too where certain movies that are successful and nostalgic yeah. technically on paper probably are, are not that good like if you think about it on paper they're probably horrible if you think about it right you think about let's say um you know a bunch of kids while cleaning their house because i think they're moving find some random map in a frame like that should have been you know like and then they'll go they start looking for it through like a caves, treasure like, hunt that's something that on paper sounds so bizarre. Like, what do you mean? They just find the random, you know, like, but that became Goonies. That became something we freaking love. You know, uh, our grandfather goes to his sick kid and starts reading him a story. And all of a sudden the story starts like having a life, a life, a life, a life of its own. own. Yeah. yeah. So like, I mean, that on that itself, maybe in, on, on paper sounds good, but I'm just saying is like these things become, it's a combination of everything that's involved. Yeah. Like it's, it's not just the, the recipe. It's the ingredients being used in the recipe that make that that whole thing work, right? Yeah, it's not one ingredient. Exactly. But it's, every, it's a combination of everything else with it. And I'm not saying that DC doesn't have good ingredients. They have amazing ingredients, but they 
they need to come up with their own recipe that works with the ingredients they have versus trying to repeat somebody else's recipe. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Like, it doesn't work. And I, and it's I like think, just making the same chicken sandwich from somebody else. Yeah, it doesn't. And I think I think if they just and the, the one argument I've always made, and this is just this is speculative. Yeah, I'm gonna say it right no, now. It's speculative because I don't know the details. I didn't read everything. I, I'm not a super fan in that sense. Like I didn't read every article, every email, every whatever. But based on my perspective or my limited perspective, um, I feel like DC has these amazing directors make movies that mm. are probably amazing. We don't know. But they don't allow them to make it the way that they had envisioned, or we don't get to see what they had originally had envisioned. That's why when the Snyder Cut came out, you know, I was I loved it, and I loved it because I felt like I knew this was going to be something different than than what we had seen. Because I didn't, yeah. you know, and I, I felt like I was getting, you know, half of what he was supposed to be, whatever. Right? And that's what bothers me. It's like you know, you get these directors that are well known or well established and loved for what they do. And there, some of them, like David Ayers, David Ayers, like, there's no mystery to that what that man actually produces. Everything, yeah. everything you could, is almost like, it, it. you could watch it in the middle of the movie, like, yeah, that's a David Ayers movie. You know, you can tell. Yeah. So I find it weird when they kind of edit, or they kind of, the what, they, we, what, he, what he ended up with when it comes to Suicide Squad. Yeah, it's because they, you have an established, you, you'd be like, ooh, we got this established director to make this movie. But behind, we're pulling the strings of how we want it to be made. How we want it to look, how the theme we want it to feel. Yeah, because they want, again, they wanted to produce something that they saw. It's almost like, like, for example, we both do photography, right? And uh, let's say we, you know, we have our work, we put it out there. And a lot of times we pick the pictures that we, we post in our websites or Facebooks or Instagram based on the things that we actually want to reproduce, right? Yeah. So when somebody comes up to you or somebody comes up to us and asks, uh, hey, I want to hire you. Uh, did you see my profile? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I saw your profile. It was great. It was wonderful. And then all they want to do is reproduce something they saw somewhere else. You're like, you just look at them and like, okay. That's not my style. That's not me. I didn't produce that. If you really want that, why don't you get that person? I, yeah. I, I can do I can do what I can, but that's not the style that I go with. Oh, your pictures are too dark. Yeah, all my pictures are dark. That's yeah. not a mis- That was not a, a uh, mistake. Yeah, because they're sad in their photos. No, no I'm saying like, like <laughs> no, 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 it's, no. it's something that I it's, do. It's, so it's, it's, it's more of an eerie feeling. Yeah, I that's that's what mystery, I connect with. More that's, of a mystery. That's the look that I, and and I just find it weird when people always want. Hey, you could be you. You could read your photography. You could read anything. You have a else. nice camera. You could take the same photo this person did. Yeah. Like, why don't you go to them? Do you want that type of photo? You, they're right there. And that, that's what I'm saying. And I and the thing is, I kill myself trying to reproduce to something else, and it bothers me because it doesn't look like that. And honestly, it doesn't look like that because that's not the kind of stuff I do. And that's what the DC Warner Brothers were doing. Exactly. You get half-ass work. Yes. And that's what I feel like DC. And the thing is... Half-ass execution. Half, yes. Yeah, because they're putting full work into it. It's just the execution or the product that's delivered is ha- it feels like half-assed. And I mean, don't get me wrong. Like, they, their other, their other uh, medias are doing well that I think are amazing. Like, to this day, my best favorite always because I don't, I can't really recall my favorite MCU uh, cartoon movies. I really can't even think of one. Right? They don't have really. They don't have much animated. I'm know. sure they do, but I'm saying I can't even even old ones. I can't really remember. But man, if you tell me my D, my favorite DC cartoon, man, I could I could spend an hour telling you that. Yeah. Going over all the details of each which one, what I liked about each one, like they're they're amazing. So, and even the TV shows, I'm not saying yeah. all the TV shows, but a lot of the TV shows are really in depth and you get into it and some of them are darker or, or more intrusive than others. But like, 
you know, just ultimately speaking, like all those other properties that are just amazing. The people that are not trying to beat Marvel are doing well. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't know, man. It's I don't know what the choice. It finds it weird that they would have spent this kind of money, especially on Batgirl. Like, and this was Barbara Gordon Batgirl or the Batgirl from the TV show. Uh. That's Batwoman from the TV show. Or is it called Batwoman? I'm sorry. It's Batwoman. This is Batgirl. Okay. So I think it's Barbara Gordon. Barbara I think, Gordon. Yeah. I think they're going off with that. But yeah, let let let's see what they do with this 10 year idea that they have going on. So. I just hope they, they they're like this. It's almost like when people uh, I've re- I mean I don't I me mean, personally invest in the stock market and like that, but I have read enough articles and and watching up videos from people that either invest or starting to invest like that. It's not something you do for a quick turnaround. You know, maybe day trading to a certain degree, but for the most part, most people that I always see videos or people talk about stock stocks or whatever, you buy it for the long, like you buy it for a 10 year, five yeah. or whatever, right? Investment. I want to see where you're going with this. Go for it. No, no, I'm just saying. Yeah, that, yeah, yeah. But you have like, but that's what I'm saying. I'm hoping they actually have the faith to be like, okay, we're going to go ahead and see where it goes. Not like basically look at the outcome of this movie. Then we can change our whole plan. Yeah, like if you have a ten year plan, great. Let's see the whole ten let's, years. Let's see execute it because with that, what I'm idea. worried about was going to happen is yeah, they have a ten year plan. They all have somebody sit there and try to mimic it, but then after let's say after one or two movies, they're like, nope, nope, this is not looking like you know what I what, what we, we wanted, wanted or or this is not looking like Marvel's way too more successful. We, we we're not looking anything near like that. And you're like, okay, but I had ten year plans. This is a build up. No, 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 no. Like that's what I'm saying. Is like if, that's what I feel like they're doing. I feel like they're they have good ideas. They have good directors. They have good writing, possibly, and they have good things. But they get anxious. They get you know like impe- impetuous, trying to figure out where should I go, where should I do. You know, like they they keep on trying to be successful without trying to put the work in. Yeah, I get what you're saying. Yeah, but uh, I don't know. Let's let's see. We'll we'll see what happens. Let's see, because if anything, there's nothing after these movies. These four movies are coming out. I think they're gonna go silent for the next four years. I hope they do. I hope they do. I do. And I think, I, I think that four, that, at least four years, they're gonna go silent. Well, I think it's great because it allows them to reestablish. Yeah, like allows people to kind of get the taste out of whatever they don't like about DC right now. A little bit out their 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 palate, right? So in four years, we can start with the you know fairly new cast and everything else, story and everything. Yeah, like think about okay, for example, right now we're we should be getting a new blade, right? Don't get me wrong, I think the last blade, probably what was like more than ten years ago. Oh, easily. Yeah, but I think I mean ten years is a little much, but even I think after five years of the last one, even because the five the, the the last one was nowhere near as good as the first two. Yeah. So, but I think after that much time, you start being like, okay. I think I'm ready to see what you could come up with. Because if you're just trying to come up with another one after that, another one after that, people are going to just be like, well, that third one was horrible. Yeah. But I think you've given a four years. It's a little light as far as time frame, but I think it's yeah. enough to. At least four years and they start production. So they have at least five to six years. Yeah. To kind of. To come out with something. Yeah. So I want, to, I want four years of just dead silence and get strong writing, strong directors. No, well, more they, mostly you want to focus on the writing because and somebody and I want somebody that's gonna be that is gonna look outside of the box and be like, listen, doesn't look cohesive. It doesn't it doesn't mesh well because a lot of the times people are like the pacing of one movie or they're trying to integrate it with the other is not going well. So I want somebody whoever's whoever's running this ten year plan to to have this 
big picture of where it's leading to like Kevin Feige is doing. So. I think what they should do is they should focus all basically making a high end TV show. Right. Because, like, for example, I mean, uh, Doom Patrol was good. But Doom Patrol, I wouldn't say, like, was at the caliber of, let's say, like... Um, Peacemaker. Yeah, as far as production and stuff like that. Yeah. Or, or, uh, or you know, um, Moon Knight, stuff like that. But but, but Doom uh, Doom Patrol was actually good. I liked it. I enjoyed the characters. I enjoyed the stories. Very different. You know, even uh, 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 Teen Titans. I mean, it's dark. It's Titans? Sorry, Teens. Uh, Titans, sorry. Yeah, I'm like, yeah. Times, I'm like sorry, I'm thinking about that's where they originally from, but yeah, even them, they the show is good, and from what I've seen, it was really interesting. It was really intriguing, but you can tell the the budget still feels more like uh, S uh, C W level versus you know like like I said, Moon Knight. Yeah, but if you were to go ahead and produce a TV show in DC, like Loki, Moon Knight, yeah, Wonder exactly Vision. to those degree to that level to movie start level. And but you have enough time to flush it to to find the core story, and you're not really trying to mimic success at that point. Mm-hmm. I think that'll be a good uh, way to kind of keep people talking about DC, and then they can the movies just sit still, and then like you said, in a couple of years, four or five years, boom, movie. But then you you introduce a lot integrate of it, it introduce a lot in their TV yeah, shows. Yeah, you already you already did the little. Uh, uh, baby steps. Yeah, you use the TV shows as a foundation. Ba- yeah, your baby steps. Yeah, because right now Marvel's the other way around. They use the movies as a foundation, and now the TV shows are spreading, spreading out more. Yeah, the branches out more. But if you flip it around, you just use the TV shows for DC to create the kind of foundation of their of what they're gonna do next. I think that's better, especially right now. TV shows, I think, are are becoming to that level where people are more anticipating shows than they are movies. Yeah, true. And, and and yeah, the shows are getting way too good. So people love it because it's like a, it's sometimes like it's a six-hour movie. Exactly. That's what, that's <laughs> what it feels like it feels like you're watching a long movie, and the caliber, the quality, the, the acting, the actors, the, the you know, it's it's huge. It's really like it's think about it. Twenty years ago, ten years ago, you know, somebody doing a sitcom or like well, somebody doing a TV show would have never gotten the same credibility as they got now. Yeah. No. No. That's true. Hell yeah. For sure. All right, next topic yeah. was uh, M. Night Shyamalan, Shyamalan uh, announced that he's working. Well, he didn't announce, but now it's, they have a release date for 2023 for the movie Knock at the Cabin. Uh, and it's going to be starring uh, uh, Batista. I and, think you mentioned this before. Did I we? Feel, I, think, I feel like I heard this before. I, I I'm trying to remember if I did. I remember that he was coming out with them. I thought he was coming out with another movie, but yeah. I don't remember if it was this one. But this mm-hmm. one's gonna revolve around. Um, it's gonna set in a world that's post-apocalyptic, and it's like a home invasion. It's a home invasion in a post-apocalyptic world. I feel like that's um. I don't know why that feels a uh, a uh, kind of like um. I don't want to say redundant. Um, what's the word I'm looking for? During, no, during, sorry, during, during the apocalypse. Yeah, home invasion during the apocalypse. I feel like that's, that's inevitable. Yeah, but then and <laughs> I, I was you know, reading like, this article and, and, and it talked a lot of pro, uh, points and, and I, I thought of two was mm-hmm. they kept it broad enough on how they try to explain it because when you think apocalypse, is it like a zombie apocalypse? Is it? Oh, no, I'm not thinking about zombie apocalypse. I'm just thinking no, about... No. Anything. No, no, I'm saying these are questions you would normally ask. I'm like, what type of apocalypse is it? Because in, 
it changes the frame of does it yeah because if you think of it as a zombie apocalypse or if it's um or or if it's let's say um what was the movie with will smith that that it was um something earth no not earth the one that he was in new york it was in new york oh um yeah i know it's some uh uh let um um, I'm gonna have to look it up. I want to say legend. Um, legend, yeah. Is it legend? Is it? I thought it was something else. Legend. Um, no, so I mean, but the thing, okay, but either way, all those things are. I'll put it like this: the reason a home invasion. I seems, am legend. I am legend. Yeah, the reason um, a home invasion seems bizarre in an apocalyptic world because again, apocalyptic means uh, the breakdown of society. Yes. Right. That means there's no rules. There's no so. You breaking into somebody's house, uh, technically there's nothing, it's not really illegal, it's not really anything, because it's, there's no society, there's no rules. Or so that's it why could, I find it, be, it bizarre. No, but there's a lot of... Like, even if you want to go as crazy as a post apocalyptic like, water world, then breaking into your house is not really, like, a... It feels weird. It feels like, like it's, what it's, if it's, you, it's to be expected. Yeah, but if you think of it, I also thought of it as, let's say if... Let's say if a post-apocalyptic, I am legend type world, but there's a virus going out and you're the only one that has a cure and you, you only have one before you can mass produce it. So they're going to try to break into your house to get it. But that's so they, you, they try so, to break into your house if you have peanut butter. I mean, that's the, I mean like, that's yeah, but that, if, then they're going to fucking do a movie about stealing peanut butter. No, but that's what I'm saying. You're that has to be something more about, grandiose to it. I guess that that's what I'm saying is that the, that as a... It's it, like, I don't know how to explain it. It's like, if you're living in a post like, there's no rules, there's no whatever. So, yeah, if it, it, like, it's territorial at the time. So, if anybody, if somebody you don't know is walking within 100 feet of your house or 100, whatever, a mile away from your house, they're considered invaders. Yeah. Yeah. Like, so it's raiders, really. Like, it's not home invasion. It's, they're raiding you. Like, I mean, it's, it's, it, it I would expect it from anybody. I don't care if it's like, because what happens is the whole point too is low on resources. You know, usually when you have a, a low like society that breaks down, think about it. Think about any movie, you know, uh, Walking Dead, um, you know, Mad Max. I mean, all these things are, of course, invade. they're going to invade you. Yeah. Because it's automatically assumed that anybody who is not part of your, your community is going to try to rob you. That's automatically assumed. I don't know. I just seem, it just seems like a very <laughs> domestic. It feels like a very domestic problem for an undomestic situation. Yeah. So I don't. I guess that's how they they're labeling it as. So we further. It could also be they probably wrote it wrong. And it probably was like the start of an apocalypse. So it's something that's in the horizon. Or maybe it's like uh, kind of like think about it like. Um, like think about Mad Max instead. So like you have a small community of people, and then a bunch of people come in there, like a, or like a old spaghetti western, where you know uh, the bad guys come into town and they try to take over, but they don't know is that you have a whole thing to get them, you know, type thing. Now you're so you're like the the security of the yeah, town, like they the sheriff of the town. Yeah, like almost like or even uh, my, uh, um, any of these spaghetti westerns where you see. Uh, you're the sheriff of the town or you're just the head of that community and a bunch of people tried to muscle their way in and you're able to kind of thwart them out. Yeah. So that, that seems more plausible. But when you said home invasion, I'm just like, 
I just seem so domestic. Yeah. So funny enough that you were talking yeah. about the like the, the sheriff of the town and get everybody in line mm-hmm. that uh they're doing a roadhouse reboot, funny enough, which is gonna star Jake Gyllenhaal, which is gonna be playing uh Patrick Swayze's character. Okay, so and tell me something. The, 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 I'm trying to think about this. <sighs> that's a great segue because I was like, no, oh, no, no, shit, no, yeah. no, of course, but I'm just thinking to myself like I'm trying to question the success of Roadhouse. Not, yeah. not that I, not that I didn't enjoy watching it. What I'm asking is like, I f- it's it's is it because it was one of the first times? Because I feel like you hear that story a lot about the, the stranger comes into town to try to make things better. Yeah, but this is he really wasn't trying to make things better. He was he was opening up a bar. Well, no, he was trying to improve a bar. He was trying to improve a bar, and he moved from New York to uh, Missouri. I guess so. Or like Midwest, somewhere in the Midwest. And the, he, he started taking care of this one bar that was super rowdy. So, but this one is going to follow um, Jake Gyllenhaal, which was a retired or just out of, out of his luck UFC fighter looking for work. And he ends up being security at this Florida Keys bar. Yeah, I feel like it's gonna end up looking more like uh, uh, Never Back Down. I hope not. <laughs> I'm just trying to see, because I mean, don't get me wrong. That's why that I always question reboots, only because and 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 these some that movies movie are was, amazing because of nostalgia, but they don't may that might not fit in something like like if you rethink it where it can fit into today's, to today's society or today's kind of like outcome of things, mm-hmm. that makes sense, fine. But I just feel like. That right there, I don't know. Like, this seems Roadhouse. Is, I'm like trying to think of that movie, and I was like, oh, all right. I'm like, it's it, it's a very obscure movie that doesn't land into the the sphere of like iconic movies like Back to the Future, Goonies, Yemi, or The Lost Boys. Very iconic movies that you could you could pinpoint. This was like, oh, I vaguely remember this movie. Um, I even thought I'm like, wait, didn't I? I seriously thought that they did another reboot before after this, after the last one with, uh, what's his name, Kevin Bacon. I don't know why. I thought I'm I like, just think the story itself is technically very. It's, it's a simple story. It's, it's not a. It's not a. Uh, uh, um, it's not a very. I don't know, like a different story. You know, like obviously Goonies, they're very different. They're very specific stories. So, like, the, the reboots of those are very, like, you you know, if they even try to do it and they change the name, you're going to tell that this was, you know, whatever, right? But Roadhouse just felt like there was, like, I mean, 100 movies in the 80s that were similar. Like, oh yeah, Stranger coming into a new town and, you know, he has these special skills, but then, you know, so, like Renegade. The, like the like, Substitute Teacher. What do you mean? The movie The Substitute? Well, no, that was different. Obviously, that, that even that <laughs> one was different because that was... He specifically was a mercenary or whatever. He was a he was a Navy SEAL that was active with yeah. a group of, with a group and everything. And he went into that school undercover because he wasn't a teacher. I thought he he went into this. Yo, I, I saw it when I was a kid, so I was like, oh shit! He just I didn't think I didn't remember. No, his girlfriend was a teacher in that school, and she got she got um, she got attacked and hurt. So he went into that school uh, undercover. I, I really need to watch rewatch this fucking movie because I was like, wait, every. Yo, I, I remember when I was like <laughs> a teenager. I'm like, oh shit! He just—I didn't remember I that think part. If you're that. gonna go with that. It's gonna be uh, uh, only the strong. <laughs> yes, 
Na, 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 like you know what I'm saying? Like <laughs> again, but I, like walking tall is the one you want to think of. Yes. Okay. But that's what I'm saying. Those are. It's such a, a horrible uh, movie pick again. I'm 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 off the ball today. I'm not I'm <laughs> way off my no, you're not picks. terrible. I'm just saying it's like no today. I more, we got to we got to admit to that. Um, again, but it's not, it's not a very it's not a niche story. Yeah. So it's weird to, to read to do a reboot and then call it Roadhouse. Like, what about it is going to be Roadhouse? Is my question. Like, he's going to be doing a lot of back back kicks. Like, I hope he does. Because that was the most iconic part. Like, you know, that's what uh, Family Guy makes fun of yeah. a lot. He's always back round his roundhouse kicks. Roundhouse kicks. Yeah, round roundhouse kick. kicks. Yeah. So then that's one or the super ridiculously tight pants. Yeah. Um, I don't know. That's what I'm saying. Like, is it gonna be a country bar? Like it could be well, yeah, it could be not I don't know if it's a country, but i I feel like it's gonna be one of those uh, like uh Florida dive bars. Like a straight Florida dive bar. Mm. Which like by the keys, yeah. I've seen I've seen been to a bunch of those. And I could see that. Also, the the, the biggest difference was that um, uh, Patrick Swayze, compared to the other people in the bar, was like he's very, um, like he seemed very well educated, very proper, yeah. And whatever. Like so, he personality wise, he's different. But on my head, I'm like, like how is he gonna pl- like? I mean, he's not coming from like somebody who came from like privilege in a sense, right? He's he's a UFC fighter. He's like. I mean, he's a brolic in a sense. Right? I mean, I'm, I'm I'm guessing that's what they're gonna make him look like. So, mm-hmm. I'm just wondering because the thing is, they never actually said that Patrick Swayze had like all these accomplishments or anything, that he had like some kind of uh, black belt or whatever. Yeah, he just mean, came. He just yeah. came from somewhere else, but he was very educated, very proper, very well educated. No matter how he dressed. So, in this case, he's already coming in as a UFC fighter. So it's like his background that's, is not as mysterious. Yeah. So let's let's see what happens. So. I'm just curious. I just. I'm curious how. I'm happy there's Jake Gyllenhaal because I like his movies. I just think it's out of all the, all the people, all the movies to make a, a reboot of is to find it bizarre. Nah, I don't find that bizarre. The fucking the okay, but the question the, is too is um, there's also one character that hasn't been mentioned, which is the uh, old wise guy, the old um, um, what's his name? The actor there was a there was a older guy who helped him, or he was part of the bar that I think he ended up getting the most hurt. I don't remember that much of the movie. I just yeah, remember was, the premise of it. But it no. was that that old, uh, the older character that's always like the the one who kind of gives you no clue. Christopher Lloyd. I'm going with. Fuck <laughs> it. Okay, Christopher right. Walker. So we've analyzed this. To death. Okay, I got you. <laughs> we overanalyzed it. Yeah, we went too far. Yeah, you you went too far. you went deep I in, too you far. you went too deep into this. Of course, it's that's how so? I do it, man. I always mm-hmm. go too deep. Oh man! All right, guys. Thank you so much for tuning in to the latest episode from my mom's garage. As always, you can find us on Twitter, Instagram, or Facebook at from my mom's garage, or you can email us at fmmgpodcast at gmail.com. Let us know what you think, thoughts, or concerns. And as always, tell the nerd, send a nerd, bring a nerd. See you next week.